Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of the Nobody Important Podcast. My name's Ramon. My name's Felipe. And we're Nobody Important. Our classic intro, I should probably start (laughs) working on changing that around a little bit every once in a while, but hey, maybe the few people that listen to us actually know it that way. Hey, if it works, it works. Yeah. Um, So this week, episode 15, it's been a couple weeks since we've been able to record. Thank you, life, for just getting in the way, both both of us working, Mm -hmm. um, just having just crazy freaking schedules, but we are here now. And we're going to start it off with our drink of the week because it wouldn't be a Nobody Important podcast episode if we weren't drinking something, really. Damn straight. So what did we have this week? We, I think we had this before. Or actually, you know what? It's probably one of our uh, episodes where you made one and I made a different drink. Ah, yeah. You know what? I think you're right because it was like our first audio only episode where we did an old fashioned. Or at least I did. Yeah. I don't know what you did that week, but I know I did that week um, in honor of an old-fashioned, but with a slight twist to it. Mm-hmm. So about a week or two ago, I got an ad on Facebook <laughs> from this random fucking company called Proof Syrup. And Proof Syrup basically makes pre-mixed syrups with their own like specialty blend specifically for old-fashions. Thank you, all of my bourbon and whiskey searches, to giving me targeted ads for something to make cocktails with. The, damn it. Speaking of targeted ads, you know what I got today on my phone? What's up? Power Drill ads. <laughs> Which would, would touch base in a little bit. But uh, no, that's a fantastic ad. Yeah. So it was a really good ad. Um, it was really, really interesting because it basically was saying like, hey, this is literally everything you need to make an old-fashioned. All you need to do is add bourbon. I'm like, all right. Granted, an old-fashioned is two ingredients. It's sugar, water, and bourbon. Mm. Um, that's it. I'm mean, Aaron bitters, so three ingredients. But to have a little bit of mixing up and, you know, adding a little bit of flavors here and there, I was like, you know what? I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a shot. It's a 16-ounce bottle. Um, I should add we are not sponsored by them at all. My wife pointed that out to me when we start talking about companies. I was like, you should probably add you're not sponsored by them. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we're not sponsored by them at all. It's just uh, I'm actually really happy how it turned out. So mm-hmm. I bought their standard syrup after doing like research, whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm screwed. I'm going to try it. And it's actually really good. Damn straight. I was a little I didn't think it was going to be that good, honestly. Yeah. For something that's pre-mixed. I was like, it's going to be too sweet. It's going to like something's going to be wrong with it. Yeah, and then I read the the ingredients. You know, it's basically you know sugar, a little sacrum. Which for those who don't know, it's basically you take the peels of whatever fruit, soak it in sugar, and then you use that sugar to make the syrup. Interesting. I didn't know what that was. Ah, uh, yeah, no, it, it's uh, it's annoying as hell to make because it is. But damn, I'm so, like to see it in an ingredient, and then you're right, man. Like they, it tasted so good. Yeah, it was really good. The flavors were really good. They weren't overpowering. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could still get the bourbon, which is the height of an old-fashioned, is you still want to be able to taste good bourbon. Mm-hmm. You don't want to use cheap bourbon in an old-fashioned. Nope. Um, no well drinks here, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Especially after my collection lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Um, but it turned out really, really good. We're really happy with it. So, yeah, I don't know, maybe one of these days... You know, maybe I'll link them on, or maybe not link them, but I may send a message to them, see if they give me a promo code or something. That'd be funny. That'd be awesome. That would actually be freaking hilarious. Um, I don't think it'll happen, but that would be freaking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Anyways, proof syrup, 
turned out really good. You put like half an ounce of that, two ounces of bourbon, and you're done. That's literally it. Whatever garnish you want, we put cherry, but you can put an orange peel, lemon, whatever the hell you feel like doing. I've seen some people do bacon because why the hell not? Who doesn't like bacon? I don't know about that. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier how I've seen people do like bat, fat washes on cocktail drinks and it just adds that extra flavor to me. I'm like, I don't know what I'm drinking. I don't want to feel like the fattiness in my mouth. Yeah, that's true. I'm not a huge fan, but, um, but whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the, that is the beauty of just like cocktails and drinks in general is that it's literally whatever you like. Mm-hmm. And I got a buddy that I was texting him the other day when I sent, like when I bought a couple new bourbons, he's like, dude, I've never had bourbon. I'm like, wait, you've been at my house drinking. How have you been at my house and not had bourbon? He was like, well, that's the only time I ever had it. I had it in like a cocktail that you made me I'm like, you're missing out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's something that is just, it tastes fantastic and I'm really, I'm really happy about it. Speaking of uh, bourbons, I like this line from this channel I watch um, where they always say, your favorite, um, no, the best whiskey is your favorite whiskey the way you like to drink it. Yeah. Because your taste and my taste can can differ. Yep. Like to, like uh, we tried different whiskeys this past few weeks and uh, one you brought, I'm like, I wasn't too, it didn't, uh, what am I saying? It didn't wow me. I yeah. guess it just was like, eh. It's smooth and everything, but just there's no indistinct flavors that really took me away. But I loved it. Yeah. And I absolutely love it. I thought it was like super smooth. It was just delicious and didn't have like any crazy bite. Mm -hmm. And so like I loved it. But then you were just like, yeah, I don't know. Um, So fun fact. And if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know, I am a bit of a bourbon fanatic. I love just finding good bourbons. Um, You know, I'm part of the Arizona bourbon club, whatever the hell we're called, like Arizona bourbon society, I think is the group on Facebook. And it's all about just like finding good ones. And so I've been looking for more and more based on recommendations from people in the group. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I found the one that we tried, which was a EH Taylor small batch. So very limited run, but it was super smooth this weekend. It was funny because I actually found three bottles that I hadn't really ever found anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really, really good. But one of them happens to be a kosher bourbon. It's a wheat. It's a wheat based kosher bourbon, which I've never, ever seen any other spirit. Yeah. That was, you know, classified quote kosher. Yeah. That was fascinating to me to actually see it like labeled on there, like kosher weeded bourbon. It was a Buffalo trace, mm-hmm. um, the weeded bourbon. And like, we tried it and I love the way it smelled. Mm-hmm. It was very, it had a very strong bite at the very beginning of it, but it was a little sweet, um, yep. as well just throughout it. But both of us were like, damn, this is pretty good. Back, um, after I kind of took it back a little bit, just try, try to remember the taste. Definitely tasted the vanilla, which the yep. bottle did say yeah, it tasted like vanilla. vanilla. And it's just like, there's this definitely fruit. After tasting that cherry from the old fashioned earlier, I think it's cherries I'm really? tasting in that. See, I, I couldn't figure it out. Like, no matter no matter what it was, I couldn't figure out what that taste of fruit was, but it was good. Mm-hmm. So I liked it a lot. I think before we turn this into too much of like a bourbon, cast. bourbon only episode from two people that aren't. That knowledgeable on bourbons, yeah. Yeah. I was like, like, I'm just looking, I'm like, eh, maybe we should move on to our honors and reports of of the week. Okay. So, 
You want to start or you want me to start? Uh, I have a report. Okay. I've got an honor. Okay, go for it. So I'm going to start with the honor. Um, The honor is actually Felipe. Um, Because, for those of you listening, we're filming this on a Saturday. Today is Felipe's 30th birthday. God damn it. (laughs) And so for that reason alone, I want to say, you know, happy birthday to him. But also, like, this weekend he's been here. He's been super helpful with just, like, projects that I'm doing here. Uh, I think we mentioned a couple weeks ago that we are doing, like, a redneck pool or, like, hillbilly pool, whatever the hell you want to call it in the backyard, made out of, like, a stock tank. Stock tank pool. That's it. Completely forget that phrase. So it's made out of a stock tank. This thing has been a bitch to put together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. God damn. From day one. From day one, it's been just a royal pain in the ass. Like, between just getting it to the house was an adventure. And then from there, once we got it to the house, then sealing it all properly... And then now we are actually, yesterday and today, we've been trying to drill holes in it to set up like a proper pool pump so the water is actually circulating. It doesn't just become stagnant and this huge breeding ground for mosquitoes and algae and all kinds of bacteria. It's a proper pool. You have to make sure there's a filtration system and things like that. Exactly. Yeah. So it may be small, but it's still, essentially, you need like a proper filtration system and... Felipe has been a huge help with getting that up and running. We finally today were able to get the holes drilled <laughs> in this fucking metal tank to be able to get like the, the intake and uh, the pump and everything all Outtake, set up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so thank you. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> it was, I mean, I, I think we, it's, we can both say we're not very handy. We can to try yeah, and like, half-ass some things, yeah. but man, this is like one of the few things I think we've, it's a project we started and we'll finish yeah. from just cause like we have to, right? Yeah. Uh, I like the part though, where we were like, well, I guess I'll say the thing with the power drill, right? The, the, <laughs> so, and we bought a special, what is it? A, it was a hole saw. Hole saw. Yeah. So it's uh, basically, for those of you who don't know. It's just literally this jagged saw that, in this specific case, was two and three quarters inches diameter. Mm-hmm. So to create a pretty good sized hole in like the size of this, in the side of this metal. And well, we, we did one yesterday and, you know, we went at it just like drilling into this and we were just like, are we doing it right? And boom, it came out pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Let's do the next one. And man, did we struggle. I think we lifted that pool up and down and on side over and over until this morning or this afternoon when we realized, like, what if it's the, the... The actual drill bit or the saw itself. It's like, after you pulled out, what's the other one called? The the better drill? The, oh, yeah, the impact drill. The impact drill. And it wasn't doing anything other than just smoking and melting the metal. And I was like, okay, let's go try to find it because it's probably it. Yeah. And when we went to get it and brought it back, within 10 seconds, that hole was cut. Yeah. It, it was, was fucking <laughs> stupid, man. <laughs> How long we were out there just like going yeah, we at were, it and was, nothing was happening. It was at least 30 to 45 minutes yesterday afternoon after we finished that first one that we were trying to do that second one. 
and it was just going and going and going. Like it was, we started, like you said, we started with it just like laying on the ground. It was perfectly set up for where we want it. Like everything was perfect for the location. And we're like, it's not fucking drilling. So we got to like stand it up to try to make it easier. We laid it on its side. We flipped it over. Still nothing until today. And then we finally were able to get it once we just bought a new hole saw. Yep. And now both holes are in. Put the mouse of the intake and outtake. We sealed it with silicone. Has to cure now. And then I assume at some point you'll just connect it or fill it with water and then you'll have a pool. Yeah. And then we'll be good to go. So thank you for your help and also happy birthday. Thanks. I got a, I got one. I got one for a good guys. All right. What's up? Well, one you and then the other is uh, our friend Mix. One you for (laughs) your birthday present, which is pretty badass, which looks something I was looking to. Always joking to buy, right? It's like, well, maybe I'll get one. Maybe with my next car, right? Uh, Ramon yesterday gave me a dash cam, which is so cool to have because you never know when you're going to see some shit and no one's going to believe you or you get into an accident and you need that evidence. Yep. Um, I think I mentioned it a couple months ago on an episode. If you do not have a dash cam in your car, I am telling you right now, to go buy one. Dude, less than 24 hours after you helped me put it in there. Someone was going merging into traffic when they shouldn't have. And it's like, it's like day one, it was going to pay off. Yeah. Like, you know, a dash cam is one of those things that you hope you never need. Mm-hmm. I, I equate a dash cam to insurance. Mm-hmm. It's that you hope you never need to use it ever. Like, I truly hope I never need to use it. But in the event that you do, you're going to be so happy that you have one. So if you do not have a dash cam in your car, like literally go buy one right now, go on Amazon, get one for less than a hundred bucks. And that's all you need. If you need a lot more specific than that, then just shoot us a message on nobody important podcast on Instagram. And I'll help you figure out the right (laughs) one for you because the one that I have in my truck is a front and rear dash cam. So it records what's going on in front of me as well as what's going on behind me. That one's a lot more expensive. That one's like $300 because I am freaking insane and I have to just like, I I just had to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, I'll be honest for yours, you know, it's kind of bad taste to tell someone how much you spent on their gift, but like yours between the dash cam and the SD card for it was less than a hundred bucks. Jesus. That's it. Even the one I was looking at was about that price. Yeah. And so it was... It was less than hundred bucks and it arrived like the day after I ordered it. Hmm. So Appreciate I mean, it. it works well. It's really good qualities for, for a hundred bucks. It's yeah. Great. And it's all you need. That's it. You uh, just need something that's able to record what's going on around you. That's mm-hmm. it. So if you do not have a dash cam, go buy one now. Yes. And then the second one is uh, our friend mix who <laughs> Jesus Christ. I kind of want to report him for this. I'm not going to lie. All right, you can do that. I'm going to say he's a good guy cuz he no typically is very uh cheap. I'll say that. So he doesn't really like to spend money. Frugal. Frugal. Okay, frugal. Uh he sent me a gift uh to your house. Yeah. Unbeknownst to you, he didn't tell you. Yeah. So when the gift showed up, you turned it away. Yep. Uh, the gift happened to be a food delivery through Postmates. <laughs> um, when they showed up to Ramon's house, he said, I didn't order anything. What address? Yep, that's my address, but I didn't order anything. So the person took off. When he came and told me, I was like, Mix just told me not to leave your house for the next hour. 
And then he started texting me. He's like, hey, what's the address? I need to know. And everything. It's like, what did you send me? He sent me churros. <laughs> filled for, those with, of you, for those of you that don't know the inside joke on churros, it's that Felipe's username and gamer tag for the last 10 years on probably. pretty much any platform has been sugar-free churro. So, so his logo on social media, like his profile picture on like Instagram, all of that is a little churro with a sombrero and a freaking poncho. <laughs> yep. Damn straight. I love that little guy. Uh, but Jesus, to, to send me churros, <laughs> just the thing of not expecting it. And they're actually, re- they're from a pizza place of yeah, all things. From a, so they're from a pizza place, but to be fair, it's like a Hispanic pizza place. It's Pizza Patron. Yeah. So... But they sell churros, and it was all right. I appreciate it. I appreciate the thought. He also bought me like uh, with the season pass for Destiny because we're playing playing that now recently oh, yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for my best friends for the gifts they gave me. That's my uh, honor. <laughs> report who you want if you want to report him. You do your report first. Report. Uh, a few weeks ago, I remembered that um, when baseball started, Doctor Fauci. Yep. They're the first pitch at the Washington Nationals game. Oh, my God. I know where this is going. And his pitch went terrible. Of course. Like, how many celebrities do that and their pitch just goes terrible? Yeah. But the funny thing is I saw some tweets of him being criticized. Like, oh, my God, if that's how he tweets and he's responsible for our, uh, I guess, leading this this fight against the pandemic... He's the person in charge and he came in through a baseball. I'm like, of course, he's a fucking nerd. What yeah. the hell did you expect? I trust him more because he can't throw a baseball. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like that, actually, that, that of all like there's so many th- reasons to pick on people, like legitimate, and to pick on someone's athletic ability, especially when someone is probably a lot smarter than most people in this country, I'm, I'm probably top 10% at least. I'm, I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I wouldn't have any doubt um, about that. And like, like, fuck you for trying to criticize <laughs> him for, some, for his pitching ability when he's a fucking scientist. Of course he can't pitch. Yeah. See, and, I totally thought you were going a different way with that. Okay. Uh, because at that same game, a bunch of people made a huge, huge deal oh, about him and his wife and whoever he was with sitting in the stands and seats all next to each other, not wearing masks. Yep. I saw that. And too. So I thought that's where you were going with this. I'm pleasantly surprised that you're not. <laughs> uh, I was like, I, I, as I was going through my little rant, I thought about that part too. I mean, yeah, dude, like it's the same thing with the NBA. Like they're all in the bubble, right? Yep. Yet they still wear masks. Like, why are you wearing bubble with masks? It's the optics of it. Yeah. And so you, like, you have to NBA, be the example. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so for that specific one, you know, if you don't know what's going on with the NBA, the NBA uh, resumed their season, the National Basketball Association resumed their season. And with limited games, there's no crowds. They are all locked into essentially what they're calling the bubble, uh, which is at Disney World. Yeah. in in, In Orlando. And so all of the players and teams and everything that are involved in this are actually confined to that area. No one can get in. No one can get out other than people that have been explicitly tested and they've been there for a while. They've gone through quarantine. They've they spent all of that time in that location. And so theoretically, if you're all in quarantine and no one's getting in, no one's getting out, then the question is like, okay, well, why are you wearing a mask? Well, it's because they're public facing. Everyone's watching what they're doing. And Mm -hmm. so 
as a result of everyone watching what they're doing, they made the decision to still require masks among players and, and staff as they're like going around, as they're, you know, doing interviews, as they're whatever, like going throughout that compound because people are watching. Yep. And if these people that have such a visual presence in our country that everyone is watching because ratings are skyrocketing among all of sports that are happening right now because no one else, no one has anything to do. They're so happy to have sports back that all mm-hmm. this, all their ratings are skyrocketing. So if you have this many people watching, it just sets a good example of like, hey, they're doing it. They have their masks. They have this. Then maybe that's something that everyone should be involved in. And so like that's that's been fantastic. Um, you even see some baseball players where like they're wearing their masks on the field, which is freaking hilarious. I'm not going to okay. lie. <laughs> Speaking of baseball, have you seen the one where the uh, the umpire and the manager are arguing? Uh-uh. So typically when there's a baseball argument like that, they're face to face yelling at each yeah, other. Yeah, they're like right yeah. there. So a guy like he stood up from the from the dugout, put on his mask as he's marching over there. The referee sees him come over there. He pulls out his mask. One strap's broken. So he's like one of one hook over the ear and the other one he's holding. Oh and they're God. yelling at each other from five feet away. <laughs> and it's just the most stupidest thing. Because they're both getting ready to find just suiting up basically right with their mask. And it's just like, come on. All right. Come on. That is golden dude it's so and funny hands down i am so sad i missed that because i would probably be one of the funniest things i'd seen i I'll, need to find that clip yeah i'll because... find it for you it's fucking hilarious like even mix who doesn't like sports at all just losing it when he saw that just the, <laughs> the stupidity of it that is very well played that like one their, and their then emotions just getting involved and then nope still maintaining social distancing that one and then there's a i think as the first baseman of chicago cub was like someone got to first base and after he took that guy took off his batting gloves handed him to his coach he, he, the first baseman pulled out hand sanitizers. Like, you want somebody? Okay, yeah, all right, cool. Uh, it's just little things like that. Yeah. That, uh, That's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, from my report, I'm actually just, it, it sounds awful, but like, I'm, it actually just happened today. And it's such a minor thing, but it's also just a pet peeve of mine even before all of this happened. So my wife and I had to go to the store this morning. And while I'm standing in line, there was a guy talking on the phone behind me about uh, whoever he was talking to. He was talking to him about his taxes. Mm-hmm. Like he was that he was loud. So he was talking like I need to go on to IRS.com, which if you go to IRS.com, you're on the wrong website. It's IRS.gov. But <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I need to go on like the IRS website and re-enter all of my bank account info because my bank got bought out by so-and-so like credit union. And so all the routing numbers have changed and this, this, and that. He's like, I'm not going to get my money. And I'm like, I'm listening to this entire guy's conversation at this point, waiting for like his bank account number. <laughs> I was like, I didn't get it, but like he was that loud. But the thing that pissed me off was, so we're standing there in line. He started pacing, like pacing while he's like standing in line. And so he would get closer to me. And then he would move away and then he would get closer to me and then he would move away and then he would get closer to me again and then just like stand there. And so I already, before all of this happened, was like one of the biggest germaphobes on the planet. Like, I don't like people being close to me. I don't like people being near me. I have a very large bubble Mm -hmm. around me. I've got long arms. If I stretch my arms out and I can reach you, you're too close. I, 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 
thoroughly enjoy my space around me. Um, this guy was definitely within that range at this current moment in time. And that pissed me off. I was so mad. Like I kept like just looking back over my shoulder, just essentially like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? He was so oblivious and so just entrenched in his conversation. Nothing. Just totally unaware. And like that is why I hate going out. Because previously, before all of this happened, I would get in line at a store, fast food place, whatever it may be. And it would bother me when people were close to me just in general. But now even more so, why are you still getting so close to people? Guess what? You're going to get to the front of the line and the register at the same time as you normally would if you were five fucking feet behind me. (laughs) Like, you're going to get there at the same time. You're not going to magically lose your spot in line because you're five, six, ten feet behind me. Like, I don't really care how far back. Just back the hell up. Because no matter what, you're getting to the register after I do. Mm-hmm. So back the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A <laughs> little bit of animosity, but I wouldn't be me if there wasn't a little bit of animosity in the things that I say. Yes. True. <laughs> But what I wanted to talk about is I actually wanted to go back to this freaking pool that's outside. Okay. Because part of my dumb ass came out with this pool. So we were talking about it. And Felipe, you mentioned at the start of this episode of like, you know, we were going to talk about like all the tools and all the just random shit that happened with this. It was an adventure just for one to find it. Once we did find it, getting it to the house, we had to go freaking rent a truck from Home Depot. And that was an adventure in itself where we got insanely lucky. But then the decision to seal it is where, at least me personally, I showed my dumbass. You know where I'm going with this? I think so. The the underneath? No. So everything that I've seen for these pools basically said that the way that you want to seal them is with flex seal or like something comparable. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. No big deal. Flex seal's black. We're going to have a black, you know, interior seal to kind of make sure everything's all, all watertight. After we start doing it and after we start spraying it and laying it down, whatever, my wife comes outside. She's like, why didn't you buy the clear one? I'm like, there's clear flex seal. Sure as shit, the next day I go to Home Depot, they had one can of Clear Flex Seal. So I don't feel too bad because they didn't have enough, but like, I didn't know that was a thing. And so now it's going to be a lot harder to actually tell when this pool is dirty because it's all black. Yep. <laughs> and exactly what one employee of mine, when I told him what I did like my past that weekend, right? I was like, and then we sealed it with this, like, black? He's like, yeah. It's like, isn't it going to be hard to tell with, with the water is like clear or not? I'm like, Oh, shit. And I take my phone. I'm like, Ramon, (laughs) that's one part we didn't think of. Yeah, that didn't go that well. But so far, it's been okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, fingers crossed, as long as this pump works properly, as long as, you know, we actually chlorinate it and and maintain it and do all of that, then 
it should be fine and we shouldn't have to worry about that. But there's that. And then, well, actually, it should be cooler now because we moved it under the awning. Yeah. So my wife and I tried it. It's funny. We actually tried it one uh, day last week before we started drilling the holes in it. And we're like, screw it. I just want to fill it just with water. Forget like chlorinating it, running water. We just want to try it. So we filled it up, went in it. It was awesome. Like just, you basically just sit there you know, you just lounge, you stretch out, you sit there and that's really all you do. You're not going to like start swimming in it or whatever. You just lounge. So we put a cover on it that night. The next day after she gets off work, we go to go outside and go get in it. Well, the place that we had set it up wasn't covered by our patio. So the sun was beating down on it for most of the day, even with the cover on it. It heated the water so damn much that it was hotter than our bathtub here has ever gotten. Do you have a thermometer? I wish you would have like... I know. I We were both just like, I really wish we had like a water thermometer or something. I probably could have used like a meat thermometer mm-hmm. to test it, but I just, I didn't think, think about it. it. But it was so freaking hot. Like I put my foot in, I'm like, son of a Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, really on top of it, like being black, right? I assume that collects some of the heat. You'd think so or so? I don't know. Yeah. It's just, I remember when we when we had a pool back like fuck, 15 years ago. I hated taking care of it. And the reason why is because even if you do everything right, the water was still fucking hot. Yeah. And we'd go to Leslie's like, hey, what can we do? It's like, oh, that's just normal. Yeah. You want to cool it down, you got to throw ice in it. I'm like, much fucking ice are we going to buy <laughs> for a fucking pool? Yeah, you got to buy freaking 200 pounds of ice or more just to throw it in. It melts within 30 seconds, and then you're like, oh, well, that did nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I couldn't understand what my neighbors had, like, a cover over their pool. I'm like, that probably helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's why I've never been big fans of pools, just because it takes a lot of time and effort to keep it clean. Yeah. And then it's hot. Yeah. But the crazy thing, too, so get this. Our neighbors, right, just on the side of us, um, for the last month plus, have been putting in a pool and installing a pool in their backyard. Oh, is that where all that stuff's from? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. like, like their fence, they took down their side fence. They were taking, like, trucks. They were doing everything because they were doing that. So, one neighbor's doing that. The other neighbor's doing their roof because what else are you going to do in quarantine? You got nothing to do. So, they're just, just starting hiring people to start projects, I guess. Um So they started building a pool out there and it's been going on for at this point, like over a month that they're, that they're trying to do it. And with that pool, it's funny because I remember one day it was like a week or two ago, there was a random truck from the city that pulled up in front of my house and it was, I don't know, some inspection related, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it happened to be the same day that they started doing or taking apart the roof on the house next door. So like I look outside, I see this truck. I see the guy get out of his truck. He goes to the house that they're removing the roof and, or he starts walking towards that house. And then I'm like, all right, I don't think anything of it. About 30 seconds later, my doorbell rings. I'm like, why is my doorbell ringing? Maybe I got something delivered. So I go to the doorbell And it's that guy from the city ringing my doorbell of like, hey, you know, I'm here to, or, and I asked him like, you know, what, or no, he said, I'm here for, or he said the, uh, 
contractor called for a final inspection. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm, he's like, yeah, the final inspection. Okay. Uh, what, are, what are you talking about? He's like, the pool, the contractor called for that. I'm like, that's the house next to me. Like, that way. The other way from where you started. That way. <laughs> so legit, this guy who was in charge of inspecting the quality of work, either someone gave him the wrong address or his ability to detect like and be alert and aware of what's going on around him is really poor. Which, should he be an inspector? I guess. Do you have house numbers? Like numbers on your house? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Never paid attention to it. Yep. Have a house number on there. I mean, shit, the delivery girl found that. Oh, that's true. That's true. (laughs) I didn't think about that. Um, I mean, and then they have construction material up front. Yeah. You just have granite. I just have rocks. I literally have rocks in my truck out front. I got nothing else. Um, But, like, they, at least, you know, them, they're, you know, doing the roof. They had a huge, like, truck out there to get the trash and and all that. So I understand maybe going over there. Mm -hmm. But still. I'd imagine you'd have the correct address if you're coming out to do an inspection. Third time's a charm, apparently. Yeah, and that was one of the most baffling things to me because I was just like, wait a minute, why are you going to that house, then to this house, before you finally hit the correct one? I'm like... And you had to point them to the correct one. Yeah. Like, that that was so confusing. I I love it if he just goes across the street. Yeah. And just continues, like, God damn it. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. And again, like that person is, their job is to make sure that things are done up to code and catch any potential defects. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if your attention to detail is so poor that you can't get the right address. Then, yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's stupid ass. Don't you love people? Oh, speaking of people I don't love. What's that? Because they're morons. I told, uh, well, a few of you guys... Um, earlier this week of the Department of Homeland Security showing up at work. Oh, yeah. So I forgot about that. I was thinking that was going to be your report this week, but yeah. No, there's more to it than than just a, you got to give it time, right? Yeah. It's proper time. So uh, earlier this week, two uh, City of Phoenix officers and an officer from the Department of Homeland Security showed up at my building wanting to talk to a resident. And I was like, Okay, like, uh, how, how can we help? He was like, well, this is what's going on. He takes his dogs to shit at the federal courthouse across the street, <laughs> and he doesn't pick up after them. They've, the courthouse has tried to talk to him, you know, tell him, can you, can you please up, pick up after your dog? And he's not done so. One time, after I spoke to his landlord, the, uh, that person, oh, yeah, you know, one, they... It happened a few weeks ago, too, where they chased him into the building to try to talk to him, and he got up into the elevators before they were able to do so. Um, Jesus. So basically, the, the city of Phoenix was like, hey, we just want to talk to him. Give him a warning, because if we do it, it's and he gets in trouble and he continues, it's a misdemeanor. If the Department of Homeland Security gives him a ticket for not picking up his dog poop on federal property, it's a federal offense, and that's just so much more trouble. <laughs> So, okay, I try to call him. He doesn't pick up. I take the officers up there because when they're under, poli- like, on duty, I have to take them up there to at least try to knock on the door. Gotcha. I can't not. I don't want to put my building in a position where the police try to get a charge of, you know, 
obstructing justice, obstructing justice, police investigations, all that yeah. jazz. So we send them up. Um, I was like, you know what? I did see his truck. I just pulled in. I, his truck's down there. And it was down there. We went to the garage. Like, I don't know why he's not picking up. Okay. We'll just give him a warning. Like, tell, tell him why we were here. Okay, I will. He came down. And he just wasn't interested in hearing it. I guess he was busy or something. He had to leave. Gotcha. Fine. Whatever. It's not my problem. It's his. Yeah. Next morning, uh, there's a Department of Homeland Security SUV sitting out front waiting <laughs> for him. Like, I understand they should have better things to do, but... I, maybe it's really that bad of an issue where they have to wait for him. I mean, what kind of dogs? Uh, one is a pit bull and one is a whippet. Okay, so I mean, they're not small, but still, like after he's like, "Hey, you know, I'm sorry I didn't call you back yesterday. You know, I was just I was, I was in a rush. Like, what's going on?" I told him everything. It's like, you know, you think they'd have better things to do. I just have my dogs poop like where the homeless people poop, and in my head, I'm like, you moron. Why are you making it worse for them then? If you already you just realize that people are pooping there, why are you adding more to that pile of poop? <laughs> Do your part, be a good dog owner, and pick up after your dogs. And it's not like he doesn't have access to bags. We have two sections by the, in the lobby where you can take a doggy bag with you for free. Yeah, I remember. So you it's about convenient that. to them to pick up after the dogs. There's trash cans outside that suck to have outside, but we leave them out there because we want to make it convenient for them to take pick up their dog poop. Yeah. Because you know what happens? Homeless people go through the trash looking for food and throw that shit everywhere, but we still keep them out there in the hopes that people throw away their dog poop. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, come on. You're a successful business owner. Pick up after your fucking... Why are you looking for trouble? Yeah, seriously. It's like, oh my God, that guy's a... He was close to leaving the building a few months ago, and I was looking forward to it. Damn. But apparently he didn't like the house he was going to buy at the end, and he stayed. Damn. Fuck. Anyway. I'm so tempted to, like, take my dogs to his business and just have them. <laughs> yeah. I, it was like, it's a, not as fun when it happens to you, huh, buddy? <laughs> yeah, he's just... He's, his friend was also one that... Uh, did I tell you about the fire extinguisher? I don't think so. You told me about the... Guy that was freaking jumping across buildings, but uh, that's uh, oh, I mean, I can tell that story too. That got threatened <laughs> in my life. That was funny. Oh, uh, um, no, that the guy with the dog poop. Um, we found a fire extinguisher that had gone off, and but there was no fire. It was like probably vandalism. We luckily we had a camera in that area, and we looked at it, and it was this guy, his girlfriend, and they said their friend was the one who uh, just let let off the fire extinguisher. You know what? I vaguely remember this. And the footage wouldn't support it. It showed them looking in that direction and it going off. Um, and then it, uh, then nothing happened. You don't see the third person, even though they say it was our friend, it was our friend. It's like, whatever, just pay for it and, and we're done. We'll move on. And gotcha. you tell me if it was that guy, he's no longer welcome. Um, Dang, that is intense. So I think before we run out of time, uh, think we need to continue some of these stories on another day because i know right now i'm running out of time i actually am gotta go do something so we're gonna call that okay. episode 15 this week next <laughs> time we'll talk about the guy who tried to kill me yeah that'll be fun so just like a good tv show we're gonna leave you on a cliffhanger because i'm not gonna give you all the good stories felipe is gonna have to tell some more stories next time <laughs> all right <laughs> but thank you guys for listening this has been episode 15 of the Nobody Important Podcast. 
please follow us on all the different platforms. Follow us on Instagram at Nobody Important Podcast, on Pocket Cast, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, all your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, but yeah, again, this is episode 15. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.